So welcome to another podcast or episode of the Straight Up Egan podcast. Again, I want to thank Egan Arms for hosting our episode. Um, today I'm sitting here with Jen Williams from Union Fitness. Now we've talked on the phone, obviously, a couple of times and do text messages and stuff, but this is our first time actually meeting each other. So thank you for coming on the episode. Thank you um, for having me. I always like to get into the origin story of like you, not necessarily the business, because we'll get to that in a second, but like you, like where you grew up, that kind of stuff. So if you want to go ahead and take over, that'd be awesome. All right. I grew up in Roseville, Minnesota. My parents okay. still live there. About you didn't a, stray too far then. Did not stray far, <laughs> about a mile from the state fair. So um, okay. yeah, I've I've stayed here pretty much, moved to New York briefly um, during like my advertising days. Sure. Um, yeah. And then ended up in Egan. So not far. Yeah. Local gal. Probably was your parents' house. Did they use that as a parking lot for the state fair? Not that quite that, that close. close. Yeah. <laughs> they, <laughs> they can make some money doing right? that. Yeah. So what brought you to, or what made you go to New York? You said your advertising career. Yes. So in a former life, I worked in advertising in my twenties okay. and, um, yeah, big advertising agency in the cities here. And then I was able to transfer out there. Um, nice. It was fast paced and fun, but I really yeah. missed the green and the quiet. I didn't realize I'd miss it Concrete that much. Jungle, yes, huh? yeah. it was. And, uh, you know, people go to their summer places or they're out on the coast mm -hmm. during the summer. So it was kind of, I made it a year and sure. I'm like, you know, okay. I got to get back and, yeah, and just hear birds. And back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So in advertising, so that was your kind of career before the gym. Yeah. Yes. Um, how long were you in that career for? I did that for about eight years. Okay. So I kind of paced my, I, pu I put myself through college. Sure. Didn't get any loans, didn't get any help from my parents. So nice. it took me a little bit longer. But when yeah. I walked out, I remember get thinking free. I did not yeah. owe anybody a dime, but I was 25 at the time, but then I was ready. So, then I was ready to go to work yeah. too. So yeah. I waitressed my way, waitressed and served and did all kinds of odd jobs to make nice. ends meet and felt good about that. So, and then I went right, I got, that was like my first job was in the advertising agency. Okay. So. And yeah. who did you work for? I worked for Fallon. Fallon, okay. it was Fallon McElligot. Now it's Fallon Worldwide. But And sure. I was a project manager. So I yeah. worked on, um, I went between the creative department and the account account executives okay. and just made sure everything ran well and every all, everybody met their due dates. Yep. And it was really fun. I was on accounts like BMW and Starbucks. Oh, wow. and Like the big names. Huh? Yeah, yeah. And that right. looking back now, I think, well, I kind of had that you know, project management, running things, you know, being the person kind of to make it all. Yeah. The owning a gym space. Yeah. So between kind of corporate America and gym, gym ownership, what was that kind of time filled like? That was stay at home mom time. The mom life, <laughs> huh? Okay. So I was living in Minneapolis and I'd already had my son. So I was a single mom mm -hmm. and uh, met my husband on eHarmony. Oh, nice. We got married after five months, okay. which I don't think I'd recommend, but <laughs> <laughs> worked out in your, in your it worked out. Yeah. Uh, and then we had another, my younger son. Um, okay. And so I was kind of, it just made sense. It was, but it was a huge transition to go from fast paced advertising agency in Minneapolis to suburban stay at home yeah, mom in Egan. Sure. So for big. Sure transition that moments of year. fast pace, but also followed by moments of yes. what do I do? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, moving from that, going into, um, business ownership, the fuse beforehand, what kind of got you into the fitness industry? So I had been home with my boys for probably 10 years, okay. nine or 10 years. And, uh, I'm kind of the, um, 
my faith plays a big part in how I operate in my day to day. So I'm always like, Hey, what have you got for me? God, like, yeah, I, so I, sure. I tend to say yes to things that don't maybe wouldn't be my favorite thing to do. Mm-hmm. So, um, I had a couple of the teachers at my son's elementary school ask if I would do daycare and this, this, okay. my sons are getting like older now, like they're sure. at the end. And I'm thinking, this is the last thing I want to do is Go like get like more kids. kids. Yeah. yeah. So, but I thought, you know, it's there. I was, it, I could use some extra money, you know, something. Mm-hmm. So when I started to take daycare kids, I was like, I have to get ahead of these kids in the day. Yeah. And I had never, I'd kind of been in fitness. Like I would run a little bit. I would, I was going to lifetime for a little bit, but nothing, nothing serious dedicated. now. And I thought I'm going to get up every morning and go work out because yeah. just to get my time in before yeah. they get here. Yep. And my husband laughed at me. He's like, you're not a morning person. You're never going to go. And um, I ended up at the Egan Community Center. Okay. And I started taking their classes every morning at 6 a.m. Nice. I showed up Monday through Friday, loved the community. And I really loved the whole fitness, you know, the mm-hmm. group fitness vibe. And um, one of the instructors there said, you know, you should think about getting certified. Yeah. Because As an instructor. Yeah. Like you get it. You're living it. You're you're here all the time. You're good with people. And I was like, you know, that you know, maybe that would be a good transition. Cause yeah. I didn't want to go back to corporate. Sure. I wasn't sure what the next step was. Um, so I talked to the manager there and said, if I get certified, would you, could I maybe sub or just kind of get my feet wet here? Yeah. She was like, yeah, for sure. Nice. So, um, yeah, it was awesome. People just, you know, people being kind, seeing something mm-hmm. in you and like suggesting something was it definitely motivates you more to go towards it. Yeah. It gives you like the, the confidence to pursue it. You definitely. Know, somebody else believes in you. Yep. And then just saying, yes, you know, I wasn't sure, but I was like, well, I'll try it. Um, so yeah, I started subbing there and then I got, um, you know, a regular class schedule. Okay. And what were you teaching? I was at the community center. We were, um, so I was doing like strength and cardio mix. Mm. I did cycle. Okay. I still love cycle. So a lot of cycle, um, a variety. Like yeah. I kind of learned to do it all. Bunch of different and they were just like a welcoming bunch because I had worked out with them so long. So they right. were Probably really supportive. Your, your fellow classmates. Yeah. I mean, way. I cringe when I think back in my first couple classes. <laughs> They're always awkward. But, you know, yeah, I know. Like, oh, man. Yeah. So um, and then I happened to stumble into the gym I am now. So it was a gym before it was called the studio. Okay. And we had had a week off at for maintenance at the um, community center. Oh, okay. So classes were closed. Classes were closed down and I wanted to work out and I just kind of stumbled in and found it Mm -hmm. and told the former owner that, you know, I'm an instructor and I could sub and this and that. And then started subbing, started teaching, and then really kind of started GMing the place. Sure. Got to know the people. Yeah. Like I didn't see that really to get, you know, now looking back, I do, but I was like, yeah, you know, I just kind of naturally started and it's, you know, working with the people in the fitness community. They're such good, welcoming, nice people. I mean, in my experience. Um, And then she wanted out of her lease like a year before her lease. She's like, Mm. you know, approached me and said, do you want to buy it? And I'm like, absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't want to. I said, I would manage it. Can I manage it for you? And she's like, no, I really just want to be out of it. She had a full-time job. It was kind of her part-time thing. And um, so um, again, my faith kind of came into play. I was like praying about it. I'm like, well, you know, my boys are in middle school now. I was done with daycare. Um, And like, maybe, maybe it's a good, I don't know. So I talked to my husband about it and then she asked again and I said, no, again, (laughs) here I am saying, I say yes to everything. I actually said no. And then we kind of just were like, maybe we should just do this. Mm -hmm. Um, So I had no business owner background. It wasn't, you know, I mean, I had that project management and I'm feel like I'm good with people. 
And I, the, the nice thing was, is I had the trust of the members. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's a small, it was a smaller gym. There was probably maybe 80 members at that time. So I knew everybody and. Which is still a pretty good number for just getting, yeah. in your case, just getting started. Getting started. Yeah. And so I had probably, but I had only done the the general managing for probably like four months, maybe. Okay. So and then we just pulled the trigger that. and bought it. Nice. And then about 11 months later, we shut down <laughs> for COVID. <laughs> So it's but been a you crazy guys did ride. Pretty well from that because you were like renting out your equipment, you said, or something. Yes. Yeah. So basically, right away, um, when we shut down, of course, I look back in my journals, I journal, and I was like, hey, we're shut down for three weeks. What are we going to do? Yeah. <laughs> Not knowing it'd be three months. And um, two different times, too. Wasn't it? Oh my gosh, two different times. Yeah. But we Zoomed right away. Mm -hmm. So I bought an iPad. We started Zooming. So I would just have one other instructor come in with me. Yep. And we kept the regular schedule going. And I had probably 20-some people attending classes pretty oh, regularly. Yeah. That's pretty good. We pulled all of our bikes outside and spread them out in the parking lot. Yep. We did boot camps outside. Um, we kept kind of together on a Facebook page and just tried. I just tried to keep everybody connected. Yeah, yep. that's um, what could do. And people are looking for that too. Yeah. Because you know, their place of like, you know, energy release and, and community that closed down too. So they're looking for a place. To exactly. To so, and luckily COVID happened, you know, in the spring. Oh my gosh. It was yeah. warm, warmish um, and not like dead of winter. Yeah. The second time we were in the winter, but then people, they still bundled up and went outside. Yeah. I mean, we didn't pull the bikes out, but it was, yeah, it worked out. I was surprised though. I did think, I just thought when we reopened, everyone would come back mm -hmm. and I didn't get everybody back. I mean, I still lost oh, probably over 50% of my members yeah. um, who, you know, some of them ended up doing their home gym or, you know, sure. kind of did their own thing or got, you know, a spin Pelotons, whatever it was. Um, and so we just kind of slowly have made our way back and built up and, yep. um, you know, now it's been a full capacity now or at least. Yeah, we're getting capacity. there. Yep. We're getting there. We're definitely getting there and it's back. Yeah. It's um, it's crazy to think. So I just passed my four year mark. So this is year five, nice. which I hear in the business world is like the year. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this is going to be the year, like a big year <laughs> of growth. And just, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing people coming back. The people I talk to now are very much like, I'm ready to start moving again. I'm ready yeah. to start being part of a community. They really missed, um, mm -hmm. you know, if you're a group fitness person and then you're alone in your basement, it's hard. It's hard. It's really hard. Yeah. yeah. And it depends on the person too. Like if you're a person who thrives on, you know, that group atmosphere, it's definitely gonna be challenging for sure. Yep. You know, but even like in, in training, like I'll see people hit it hard for a year, two years, drop off for whatever reason. And then they don't, they don't do anything, Right. you know? So it's, it's hard for them to kind of continue that on their own. So, but glad I commend people who can work out on their own. I mean, I own the gym and I could go yeah. in anytime and I don't go in by myself. <laughs> I like, I have a trainer and I go, yeah. you know, it's like, if I, I have to have an appointment, someone has to be waiting for me and yeah. then I show up. So yeah. it definitely helps. Yeah. You know? It's helpful. Um, so getting the business up and running, you're at your five, what has been some of your ways to get people in? Like, what have you, like, who do you typically market to? So I had, so I, I, I was kind of doing it on my own and not knowing what I'm doing. And I think as a small business owner, at first you kind of do have to do everything yourself, mm -hmm. but at some point you go, this is not what I'm, I'm not good at this. Yeah. And you need to pay. Like I finally was like, I need to pay somebody to market mm -hmm. because I just, I don't quite know what I'm doing. It's not what I enjoy. You think you're good. And yeah. You and you're, out, there's no return. Yeah, on it. it's, there's yeah. no return. Um, 
So I have actually partnered with some businesses around where, okay. you know, we'll go and, um, you know, we've done some boot camps and beers out places and just kind of put the word out with neighbor, you know, sure. around the neighborhood, um, which has been good. But I um, and group fitness, the group fitness model is OK, but putting a ton of people in classes and having huge classes is kind of mm -hmm. how you profit. And I don't love having a ton of people. I want to be yeah. able to watch people. I don't want anyone to get hurt. So you're kind of talking classes like the, the, the body pumps, that kind of stuff, where it's the yeah. classes are like it's just packed with yeah, people where you yep. can have, and you're you know, up in front with the microphone yep. and you can only see so many a few you're, people you're not walking around yes. saying, Hey, do this press instead of this one. Yeah, exactly. So we do have, so we offer the group fitness, which is great, but I joined um, a mastermind, a gym mastermind group, which okay. was a wealth of knowledge and yep. very helpful. And they really believe in the small group training, mm -hmm. which is, you know, some are four, we're six people or less. Uh, and you're getting a lot of that uh, accountability. Yep. You're getting customized programming. We're watching your form. And what I've realized is anytime I'm promoting group fitness, you know, I get like a, a few people in. Yeah. But the last couple of um, promotions I've done was for 45 or 50 plus. So it's kind of a specific age group. Yep. yep. And just many gyms are, at least I've seen, are really doing. They're not you know, doing it. I know that. cast that wide net and help to like pull people in. Yeah. And so we'll always offer the group fitness. We've got cycle and boxing and higher intensity. Sure. Yeah. But for those 45 and I'm, I'm almost 53. Mm-hmm you know, your joints aren't as great and you maybe don't want to be doing box jumps and right. you maybe want somebody to watch what you're doing and make sure you're not going to hurt yourself. Yeah. So the 50 plus has been 45, 50. I just did a promotion for women 50 plus mm -hmm. and I had a huge overwhelming response and nice. they all said, I really want to work out with women my age. Yeah. Like I can go to the other gyms and I know I can modify, mm -hmm. but you know, there's something being next to a 30 year old and you're in your fifties or late fifties yeah. and it's just, you don't feel great. Yeah. So um, yeah, that's been huge. So I'm really, that's where I'm going. And I mm -hmm. feel like it will set us apart too, because yeah. there aren't, you know, a lot of gyms out like that right now. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, having a place where those, you know, that age group can go, and feel that they are represented, right? Feel that they have the their best interests in the trainer's mind, right? They and from what I've heard of trainer or clients come to me who are in that age group, they don't want to get injured, right? Right? Because injury at that age takes a lot longer than it did at twenty or even thirty, mm -hmm. you know. So having somebody who can watch them in like a confined or a, a smaller space, not like a you know overwhelming. Um, gym and have them do things correctly, I think is, is huge. Yeah. And that's sure. why I think, I, I mean, we just don't go over six people. Cause that just seems like a really it's manageable. A lot. Yeah. We've had a gal recently who she's like, I haven't had a cortisone shot in my knee since I started because I'm just strengthening everything. And she, she said, I didn't even think I'd be able to do step-ups yeah. or, but it's amazing yeah. that you can build up that strength and build those muscles around and start working on that it's mobility. Amazing what working out will do and just moving your body. Yeah. You know? So I say work out smarter, not harder. That's kind of our, our yeah. motto. Yeah, for sure. Um, so you said it's just, it's you the are the owner, obviously. Do you have any other staff teaching the classes? So you can kind of split them up. Yep. So I have most of my group fitness instructors have full-time jobs and sure. they, you know, 
like they fitness, were like you when you started. Yeah, fitness full time is not you know there's not a ton of people that'll do group fitness just because so yeah. so they come in morning and evening and they you know teach a couple classes a week. Uh, now with the small group training, I so I have eight other instruct group of fitness instructors mm-hmm. and then it was myself and another trainer and I'm hiring another trainer so there'll be three okay. trainers. Trainers is where that I want the and I use instructors for a group fitness classes yep. and trainers for yep. the small group. And I do want consistency with the trainer. So mm. you're going to come in and have customized that that same programming and see progression rather yeah. than just kind of one-off classes. You know, some people love the variety. They want something new every time. They want to box. They want to do strength. They want to do circuits. And that's yeah. that's great. And I'm not going to take that away. But yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's where the trainer's personality comes in too. Like you might program different than right. your coworker or the, the, the newer trainer. So people might, you know, like yep. that. So that's nice. Um, when it comes to nutrition, what is kind of your philosophy? So I, a big part of yeah, training, right? So for me, especially with the older crowd and this, this kind of is all encompassing with, mm-hmm. I don't talk about the scale. That's good. And we, it's just so not accurate. And as a, yeah. as a woman in in her Mm fifties. I mean, hormonal things going on, menopause. It is just not an accurate way. Uh, and just kind of the, even the, I have to be a certain size or I I just want, I'm so encouraging women and men to get stronger, build that muscle, work on your core. So when you're in your sixties and Mm seventies, you're still able to get down with your grandkids and move. Right. So exactly. our biggest focus, I would say with the strength training is protein focus. Sure. Um, you know, it's up to them if they want to do a slight calorie deficit because they want to lose weight, but it's yep. really most people who start might have a number in mind that mm-hmm. they're thinking on the scale. And then they're like, you know what? I kind of forgot about it. Yeah. I'm building that strength. I'm lifting weights. I feel good. I'm good with that. So, yeah, yeah I have, you know, female clients come to me and say, I want to be, X amount of weight, right? Like, okay, that's good. That's a good, good goal to shoot for. But if you're going to start strength training, you might hit 10 pounds shy of that, but look great. Right. You know, and be totally cool with the the weight you're at. So, well, it's good to have like a goal, you know, focus on things you can control, right? And the change in your body more than like the size, the small victories, you know, that kind of thing. I always think too, if you're looking at a scale and you're starting off your morning with your head down, yeah. Looking at a number that really doesn't mean much. It's like, I don't, I want, I, I tell people don't go into the pot, like this posture yeah. in your day. Right. Like you should be like, what have you got? Like, bring it on. Yeah. So yep. not to mention the, the stress that the scale can bring some people, which increases cortisol, which is, is going to not help you lose weight in the first place. Yeah. You know, it's just kind of a vicious cycle. So yeah, I, I'd like your approach. Um, when it comes to um, programming, you mentioned the trainers kind of do it kind of on their own, but is there kind of a, a, a program you follow, like a template to kind of keep things progressing? Yes. So when Joanna is my other trainer right now, I follow her programming. And Mm -hmm. as I hire, we basically have a template for upper body push, lower body pull one day, you know, that kind of a thing where we follow day one, day two would be Monday, Tuesday, day three, day four would be Wednesday, Thursday. So you wouldn't want to take a class, a strength, a small group back to back on like a Tuesday, Wednesday, because it'll be the same same thing. And then people do like a makeup day on Friday or Saturday, because most people do two small group sessions a week. And then 
they can take any group fitness too. So they could take a cycle on like yoga. So a lot of the good balance, I would say, is the people who do two small group strength trainings and then they might do a cycle and then a yoga. Okay. Um, and especially with ladies, you know, the the women coming in who are 50 plus, they really, I mean, research that I've read lately or mm -hmm. probably for a while now, say two solid strength training sessions and then even a zone two cardio, like yeah. you're not going all out. Yep. So you can come in and cycle and keep it at a, at a, you know, mm -hmm. not, you're not you going mock speed. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, and then that yoga just for that stretch. For sure. and, and like you mentioned, cortisol, get the cortisol down and get stretching and get slowing down, which is really hard for people to do. Yeah. Yeah. I think people, as, as people age, I think stretching becomes less and less of a priority, right? Yeah. Like I, have to, I have 30 minutes before my kids get home to get this workout in. I'm going to do push-up, squats, lunges, whatever, and then call it good. Then we miss that flexibility part. Yeah. So then you're stiff and tired as you get up. And most of us now are working from home. Mm -hmm. Gosh, as some are going back to work, but so you don't have that long hallway to get up and walk. You're at home. Yeah. You're sitting right? a lot. You're sitting a lot. Yeah. So I think stretching is huge. Yeah, it so is. Whether it be yoga or even just like, you know, find something on YouTube, 10 minutes. Well, and I tell my clients too, all the members, when you're when we have you reaching up and coming down to the ground and that, I mean, think about if you're reaching some for something at the grocery store or yeah. you're picking something up or you're taking something out of your trunk or you're going upstairs. I mean, it's functional fitness. This is what you're doing. Yeah. And you're yeah. not going to stop doing it anytime soon. There was a, in my group last night, there was one gal who was in her early thirties and then one lady, 72. Yeah. They were in the same group session. But one, you know, we were giving the older lady a little bit different. Sure. Moves, but she was doing it. A little regression. And she said, because I want to stay relevant and yeah. I need to, I mean, as long as my heart's beating, I want to keep moving. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah. And I don't think people get like, as they age, your muscle is going to decrease. Right. But I forget what the percentage is, but it's, it's significant, yeah. you know? So keeping up with the strength training, all that kind of stuff is just going to help you be more functional as you age, you know, especially in Minnesota winters, all this, right. all the ice out there this year and all the snow. I thought, Oh my gosh, yeah. I'm like glad so For many sure. of my members are so strong that they can navigate, yeah. you know, and not, and not break. <laughs> that would not be good. Um, I checked out your Instagram page, which yeah. is awesome. I like when gyms, you know, push out their stuff, push out their content, she'll be working out. And I noticed that there wasn't really any like machines in your gym, right? There's dumbbells, there's squat racks, there's TRXs, there's, mm -hmm exercise balls, but no like machines, which is, I think good when you're promoting functional fitness. Cause my, my thought process used to be, I think it still kind of is like, why would you exercise and sit down? Mm, yeah. Right. Like a, an you're like strapped in this machine. Yeah. You're kind of one dimensional. Yes. Machines have their place, but I think if you're looking for developing core strength, functional strength for especially that age group machines nah, might not be the way to go, mm -hmm. you know? So, and that's what sounds like how you guys program. Yeah. Because we were started as group fitness, I'm just adding more equipment like squat rats. And I mean, sure. my dream would be to have more squat racks and more stations where yeah. for that small group, you'd have your own yep. squat rack and your own weights and everything. Um, yep. you know, it's kind of baby steps there, but yeah, I mean, we, we utilize, you know, kettlebell wall balls, battle ropes, sure. um, barbells, kind of it's just bands. Yeah. Cause yeah. you can, I mean, yeah, I had the ladies working out with the bands today. It's like, those little resistance mm -hmm. bands. Holy smokes. Go a long ways. Yeah. Yeah. So sure. yeah, the machines and I, you know, I would never have any money to invest in all the machines anyway. Yeah. Plus they're not cheap I, at all either. No way. Yeah. Yeah. So nice. Um, 
you talked about the group, the 50 plus female, is that, was that like a, like a challenge? Was it like a one-time thing? Can people still sign up for that? It's ongoing. Okay. So I started it and I, we did 50 plus for 50 days for mm. 50% off. Oh, nice. Just to really put it out and see if what the interest was and 28 women signed on. Wow. I mean, I just could not keep up with the phone calls, which was fabulous. Yeah. Uh, and then I did a group fitness promotion, like right after that. And it went mm. nowhere. I thought, okay, well now I know what, people want this what, right? yeah, what people want, Personal. where my demographic is. So my marketing guy said, Hey, let's, let's do ripped dads next mm-hmm. time. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I don't know. That's pretty corny. And then I talked to my husband. He's like, I totally sign up for this. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> So I do want to market to some, you know, 45, 50 plus men too. Yep. But yeah, I think, I think it's really become clear to me, especially with, you know, the, all the gyms that are popping up seem to be circuit style, fast paced, you know, move really yep. fast in and out, which is great. Yep. I don't think it's great for older sure. people. Um, so it really is making sense for me to just, to just really market towards that 45, 50 plus yeah. and everybody's, you know. And then they get to know each other in the group. Mm-hmm. You know, all the people in the groups now are, you know, they're friends. They hold each other accountable. They know when someone's missing. Yep. Um, and then we do a lot of fun social events too. You know, we do social stuff That's and cool we'll too. do charity things and giving. And we have like mini triathlons and yeah. workshops and all kinds of stuff. I think so. that's what miss is the missing link from like the global gyms. And they're not obviously trying to be like the community where right. we go out and do stuff, you know, but it definitely helps people come back. And, or I should say, keep coming when they have that community and people are calling them out for missing or whatever. And they want to come spend time with their friends, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, it's nice to have that community built up. Yeah. When anyone walks in and I say, if you want to be anonymous, you're like not at the right place <laughs> because we, we know you, we know your name, we know yeah. your family, we're going to text you when we don't see you. Mm-hmm. So um, for sure. yeah. And since for some people, that's not, you know, they they just want to be, a, yep. you know, kind of in the background and that's all right. But. Yep. So when someone signs up for small group, whatever, what's that hiring or what's that sign up process look like from beginning interest to in the class? So group fitness, you can come in for a free week and just sign up for anything okay. you want. You can take a week of free classes. Small group, we do have you come in for, um, it's like a 30 minute assessment. Sure. And we just check your mobility and your, you know, how, how is your body moving? That's when they would tell us if they have any injuries, if they're recovering from any surgeries, what we need to watch out for, Mm -hmm. because in those small group sessions, even though we might be work, you know, everybody's doing the same movement. One person might be on the TRX while another person might be using a dumbbell based on, you know, an injury or whatever it is. Um, so that's what that 30 minute assessment is for. And then you can really just start signing up for the groups. Okay. And, you know, I do, I, I want it to be a good fit for people. Mm-hmm. So I'll give them a, you know, four sessions for free. Yep. I don't have any contracts. People think that's crazy. Like, yeah. um, I just talked to a gal yesterday who said she was locked in for a year hmm. somewhere else. And I thought, I just, I know why they do it. I get it. And yeah. you, and it maybe makes people stay committed, but I don't have sign up fees or contracts. Cause I just want you to be happy. I want it to be a good fit. And, and for us too. Yeah. So yeah, you can take a couple of those small group sessions, um, for free okay. and then the group fitness and then see if it works. And yeah, we're just, we have a pretty close relationship. I'm touching base with everybody. Hey, how did that feel? Did you feel, did you have any tightness? Was anything in pain? Yep. You know, that kind of thing that afterwards, we're really following up. Yep. And then we keep, um, kind of little folders for everybody. So you can mm-hmm. write down what weights you use. So you can see that progression. So progress next yep. session. Try this works this time, this old. Um, you know, watch out for this because this, you know, 
so-and-so had lower back pain here. So it's yep. a lot of communication Nice. and yeah, a lot of touch points. So it's, you just get a lot of attention okay. and we care about you. That's good. <laughs> we care. Um, if somebody wanted to sign up, can they do this to your website, social media, all those places, all those places, okay. you'll probably see things come through on Facebook sure. and you can click on a Facebook link and it, you know, kind of autofills. But if you go to the website, you can hit, um, either contact us or ask about pricing or anything. Mm -hmm. And I will get in touch with you right away okay. and then offer that free week. I like to get on the phone with people. I think it's so much easier yeah. to have that's another thing with the 50 plus I noticed they actually will talk on the phone, you know, not, not like my You're teenagers who are texting and yeah. like, will never answer the phone. Um, but a quick phone conversation and yeah. just get to know a little bit about you before you come in for the assessment or the free class. And I'm happy to meet you at the gym, you know, okay. ahead of time and kind of give you a tour and show you around. And, yeah. um, yeah. yeah, we make it pretty friendly. I know, I know, I don't remember this, but I know how hard it is to walk into a gym the first time. Mm, yeah. I mean, really to, to hit book and talk to somebody and then actually walk in and show up for your first session is no yeah. easy thing. So I've heard sure. that, you know, sometimes the door is the heaviest weight mm -hmm. yeah. lift. Yep. Yep. Uh, so once, you know, if you come for your first one, like you're done, you've done the hardest part. Yeah. You got here. Yeah. Got here, and, then, and then it's just going to be better from there. Awesome. Awesome. Well, before we wrap up, um, anything else you want to share? Any fun facts of the gym? Any like, fun facts? I mean, I just think it's, uh, I love that we're, you know, I've raised my kids in Egan. I have two boys that go to Egan high school. I won't say their names cause they'll be sure. embarrassed, <laughs> but, um, and my husband works, you know, locally at Ecolab. And, yeah. um, so I just know a lot of people, there's just a lot of connection there. Yeah. So we're kind of like one big fitness family. Nice. Um, yeah. And I just, I'm just kind of trying to vision for the future and see how we'll expand and just kind of. Yeah, we want, you know, when we bought the gym, we really wanted to be a little light in Egan, like a, a little light, you know, yeah. and I feel people leave there. It sounds and, like it is already for some people. Yeah, yeah, it is. They're like, I just feel light and it's positive and yeah. um, it's just a lot of fun. So nice. I just try and make life fun and exercise fun for people. So exercise is fun. I know, isn't it? It is. It I is. know. What's your, what's your least favorite exercise and what's your favorite exercise? Okay. So I've How been doing, I've been working with, like I said, I don't show up unless I have somebody waiting for me. So I actually hired a personal trainer at a different gym, Okay. which my husband's like, you're a trainer and we have a gym, but you know, everybody needs a coach. Yeah. You and, work harder if you're yeah. under the eyes of somebody else. Yes. For sure. And even, you know, queuing and everything. Well, those back squats mm -hmm. with the barbell, mm -hmm. man, they psych me out every, <laughs> and I think, okay, what's the worst that can happen? I'll go to the box. Yep. And if I need help, he just helps me up. Yep. I, I don't know why it mm -hmm. psychs me out. So now he won't tell me how much weight or anything is on there because if just, I know it's heavier, yeah. I won't do it. So for, I'm, I'm working on that because that's my least favorite. I basically dread it all okay. the time as far as like, um, what I love to teach and do. Mm -hmm. So when I first started, I, I hated cycle and I wouldn't even take a cycle sure. class. Then that was one of the first things I started teaching and I love it. Okay. And we have a great cycle space. We have yeah. 25 bikes and it's like oh, a nice. great sound system. Yeah. And we just have a ton of fun and you just pour sweat and it's just the music's going yeah. in. And, um, and that's a great one too, for any level. Cause you can just put the gear, yeah, you know, whatever you want. So that's the one I feel like I just am on such a like high afterwards. It's so yeah. fun and people are really engaged and we just, you know, I tell nice. dumb stories and, um, yeah, push people. And so that's my funnest. Yeah. I always tell people like the, 
exercise you hate, especially if it's like a technical exercise, like back squats or Olympic lifts, like that's the one that you're going to see the most progress the most and be the most proud of. Yeah. Right. And start to love it eventually. I you hope know, I start like, to love it. If it's burpees, people hate burpees. Yeah, burpees right? now. You can't really see a lot of, I mean, you can see progress in doing the full burpee, but nobody like. Although burpees. I would do burpees over mountain climbers. Yeah. I personally love burpees. Do so, you? Yeah, I do. <laughs> That's good to <laughs> Everybody know. Everybody who knows me knows I love burpees. But well, cool. Well, thanks for coming out. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. It's nice to hear more about your gym. And I wish you all the best of luck. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thanks.